Good morning, everyone. As you heard, my name is Shane Kincaid. I'm a senior here at Westminster. And in line with <clears throat> the past two presentations, I'm here to talk to you about the apocalypse. Uh, my question specifically is, what if Westminster College were suddenly forced to fend for itself? And what I mean by that is, what if the rest of society were forced to fall away in some manner? Now, there are many manners in which this might happen. Uh, of course, there's the ongoing and oncoming threat of climate change, poor Mr. Polar Bear. There are asteroids flying through space. We just had two of them last week, if you were paying attention. We have cyber terrorism and normal kinds of terrorism. We have increasingly virulent and drug-resistant diseases. And we have our old standby, our old favorite, nuclear war. Anyway, this is a video, which is not actually a video, of an animation of the largest nuclear explosion that ever happened on Earth. Uh, it, it was called the Tsar Boma, and it happened in the northern part of the Soviet Union on an uninhabited island. It had an equivalent yield of 57 million tons of dynamite. If you can envision that, that's a cube about half the size of Long Island. <clears throat> I'm using nuclear war, as you can tell, and I'm setting up a hypothetical, a game. For our game, we're envisioning a large nuclear exchange involving the United States as a major belligerent. Large means between 500 and 1,000 blasts, individual blasts. Many cities will be targeted multiple times. Many warheads will actually separate into lots of warheads. That's called a MERV. Um, in this kind of scenario, we expect major cities such as Omaha, Kansas City, St. Louis to be completely destroyed. And my, by completely destroyed, I mean not just wiped off the map, I mean not just only a few survivors, I mean a series of smoking radioactive craters filled with ash. Um, there are three remaining ICBM bases in the continental United States. They contain 450 American intercontinental ballistic missiles. Those will be targets, you can bet. Uh, possibly also other targets around us, including Callaway Nuclear, Jefferson City, both of the Springfields, Wichita, and so forth. This terrifying, terrible thing, the worst thing that can happen to civilization has happened. The work of 12,000 years of human civilization has come to a stop, and not just a stop, a crashing halt. Um, <clears throat> what do we see here at Westminster College? Why is this relevant to us? We'll be able to survive it, right? Well, <clears throat> the first thing we're going to notice, and probably the worst, the one that compounds all the others, is an immediate loss of transportation fuels and infrastructure. This undergirds our civilization way more than we realize. If we don't have fossil fuels, not only can we not transport, for instance, food, we can't grow food because the world currently uses, almost all the world uses, a very intensive system of agriculture based on artificial fertilizers made from natural gas. If we don't have that, we can't grow food, at least not the way we do now. <clears throat> anyway, there's an immediate loss of non-local foods. There's also a loss of local foods because we can't grow them. We lose medicines. We probably lose water because most pumps run on electricity, which is derived from fossil fuels. And we lose practically every other consumable. We have a contamination of groundwater and reservoirs, not just with radiation, but with ash. The ash is going to be a problem. 
We have a rapid loss of electricity. Westminster and Fulton and Callaway County get almost all of their electricity from a coal-fired power station. I don't know for this specific power station, but for most power stations that are coal-fired in the United States, they stockpile coal for two weeks before they require a coal train. No diesel fuel means no coal train. Also, no coal means no coal train. Uh, so we run out of electricity fairly rapidly. But you say, wait, Shane, there's the nuclear station. We have a nuclear station nearby. Well, I'm sorry to tell you this, but because of our Byzantine and antiquated power grid, it can't divert power to us. We get none of that electricity. That goes to St. Louis. In the event St. Louis is destroyed and there's no recipient for that electricity, the power grid simply blows up. We have a quick failure of telecommunications, not just due to radiation, but also due to the lack of power. And I won't go into too much detail on this because I think your imagination can do it for me. Imagine your world without texting, without telephony, without television or radio or the postal service or its private derivatives. And imagine the world without the internet. Because in this world, not only is the internet inaccessible, it's gone. Most of the server farms for the internet that save it and hold it for our use are based in major American cities. Those are gone. <clears throat> As I mentioned, <laughs> thank you for identifying the meme. <laughs> <clears throat> There's a gradual loss of medicines and medical technology. Do you have a headache? No aspirin for you. If you have diabetes or a heart condition, you're going to die. <clears throat> and of course, many will die of radiation poisoning and from asthma induced by the ash. <clears throat> Students won't be able to contact families or return home. Fulton will have limited resources. So will Callaway County, so will Missouri. They may not wish to support us. We're from all over the world. They don't have any allegiance to us. So, starvation, student refugees. Um, <clears throat> in the event of a loss of federal and state authority, which I think is probable because not only will we not have resources, neither will they, uh, there's a probability of something called martial law. Um, and in that instance, we do have Drs. Gibson and McRae to defend the college. <laughs> Thank you, Tobias, for your service. So, here's the question. How does Westminster respond to this? And I'm sure you already know the answer. We don't. <clears throat> Westminster lacks virtually all practical skills for autonomy. We have no agriculture program. We have no mechanics program. We have no engineering or medicine programs. We have no on-site electricity, fuel, food, or water production. We do have some shelters beneath the quad, beneath the triangle, beneath the townhouses, but those shelters are wholly unstocked. They're empty. Not only do they not have food and water, they don't have toilets. Students would need to stay in them for like a week before radiation falls out of the atmosphere. They couldn't stay in them two hours. So in the event of disaster, cry. <clears throat> How likely is all this? Well, I think it's very likely. The law of large numbers dictates that one of these terrible things is going to happen sometime. <clears throat> we're underprepared for it. We're not only underprepared, we're unprepared. And it's not just Westminster College. I'm not bashing our college. It's the whole of civilization. The entire globe is unprepared for this. As with so many human enterprises, we're guilty of valuing the now over the long now, playing roulette and betting that it won't happen to us. But fighting that nowism is why we have the what-if conference in the first place. Value your future and the future of your species down to the thousandth generation. Thank you for listening.